0: weekly discussion about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much.
1: Alright, hey y'all, it's 5 o'clock on Monday and we are Stealing Beer. I'm Augie Garten. Hey, I am John Hall and... You can just smell
0: the brothers and the love in the air right now. We must be a few minutes removed from disembarking on an Amtrak at... 30th Street Station, Philadelphia. <laughs> I am trying very hard to keep my word stable because <laughs> we drank a double IPA uh, on the Amtrak down to, to Philly and then we were greeted by this lovely, lovely New Zealand pills when we showed up here at uh. Human Robot on the Schuylkill Banks.
2: Is it pronounced Schkookel? Is I it? Yeah, it was Ken,
0: Ken, how do we do it?
2: Philadelphia would say Schuylkill. Schuylkill.
0: Yeah, okay. It's a hard. K- it's a yeah. It's a it's a hard K. It's a school. Yeah, The skoogle. Yeah, right. All right.
1: So since we, you've got Ken in, right for the get as close to that mic as you yeah. can. Ken. So I'm going to do the introduction. So this is Ken Carell of Human Robot, and we are currently in your third
2: our, outpost. Our, our third tasting space.
1: Third tasting space. Third so
2: tasting it. space. Tasting yeah. space. I uh, te- technically a storage license. How many how many spaces
0: do you have total?
2: Uh, this will be your third.
0: Okay. But the other two have brewing equipment in them, and this is just... That's correct. Okay. All right, so let's and it's catch. delightful. I don't mean just like, oh, this is the, the lesser of the three. Well, it's, it's the least funny of, because yeah.
2: speaking with somebody recently, they thought Jenkintown did not have a brew space in that either, which it does.
1: Okay. So, gotcha. All right, okay. so let's, let's give the thieves I mean, at home a I little bit that of... Fuck that person, but yeah, that's fuck fine. Fuck that guy. Yeah. If, if, I, if I had a nickel for every time somebody told me a thing I definitely don't do... Um, I'd I'd be five cents richer. Um, anyway, so let's get into it. So the pedigree for for Ken is you guys may or may not remember the kids from The Sea, Amanda and Sean, who are favorites of the show, who came on, first their beer came on, and then if Justin doesn't stop walking in front of this door, I'm okay, so, All right, let me lay the picture for you before I get <laughs> yeah, into this. Yeah, because
0: we're here for four episodes. We're here for four episodes. This is episodes. a month worth of shows. We're in a these.
1: beautiful little space that shares space with a brick oven bagelry. Which has me excited for the idea of the reinvention of the pizza bagel, um, but anyway, so great little space, scenic, and then there's this giant like eight to ten foot wide electronic door that like Justin has walked store. in front of eight times while I've been sitting here. So think, eight think times. Think of your local Whole
0: Foods and the the double opening. Might be my hands. So I'm it gonna move closer <laughs> to you.
1: Anyway, all right. So let's get back to it. So so I yep. So I meet Ken. First time I think we met Ken was together down in Duluth for, good words, small beers. Little beers. Little beers. Little beers, three. Um, Little beers, three. And again, so I went out of my way to find Ken in the group because the seed kids have been like, how do you not know the human robot guys? They're amazing. And Ken was in that mix. And we ended up spending those 72 hours in Georgia very close with Ken and his tribe. Um, or you, you
0: did. My favorite thing was on the plane. He was like, I had such a fun time hanging out with Human Robot. And I was like, I didn't know Andrew was there. And he was like, I don't think his name is Andrew. Right, so and what I, I want to like, go back
1: to is Ken's. You, you Kent's, had to court Chester, not to brewery. But that's, yeah. but that's what I love because I see it as kind of that married tribe of people that I knew exist or know exist. And you end up in a circle and you don't end up mixing. But So all that group of people that become very important to that weekend and then the following month later in Georgia where it was the Seed Kids and the Good Word Kids and the Shilling Kids and you and me and just this group of people you travel in that I've just completely fallen in love with. So talk to us about your pedigree as a publican into this and how, and this I think has to lean into a little bit of like Philly's nature of being a German beer town where how you guys became this def- dependably traditional... Lager brew with all these friends in that world that doesn't need to go silly to make like this tribe of of simple you know
2: little beer loving people right go on it's all by accident <laughs> nailed it yes <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a Philly thing um, <laughs> no I, I have a uh, history in Philadelphia goes back to 25 years ago uh, taking trips with a, a friend of mine Tom Peters yeah who uh, you know anyone knows Tom you know knows. Talk about the publican
0: Tom. of of monks cafe, which the I, not not to throw shade on Memphis taproom, but monks is I think the preeminent beer bar destination of the Philly. East Coast,
2: a thousand percent. Yeah,
0: the East Coast. The, oh, you're going as far as the East Coast. So there's
1: a couple places I know of along the way, and I would take both of your credence on this over me. I know there was one in D.C. pre church key. I've now just Brick's discovered going. the brick house brick store pub brick store pub in Atlanta, but when I was Decatur. when I was living the life you lo- you get made fun of on the show all the time of New York sucking compared to Philly, I always rooted that in well monks
2: yeah. so committed to that culture have followed. So you tell me, yeah. am I right on that? Do you buy that? Um, me personally, uh, Tom's at the top of my coaching chain. Uh, talk about Memphis Tap Room. Memphis yeah. Tap Room was started by myself, uh, technically Kurt Decker from Nottinghead. God, yeah. Formula- brownies yeah. and brendan hartramp we always forgot way, kurt was involved in that yeah right and kurt was was tom's partner in nodding or That's tom's right. wife's partner in nodding you know, uh, you know, so head there's a lot like, degrees of separation if you will
0: um keep going i want to come back to nodding head at some point because it's an important brewery that no longer exists but it's important still
2: we have Kansas monkey knife fight you now no fucking way. I, I wish, man. I just oh, like, that, didn't it? Oh, it really did. <laughs> Wait, Holy is shit. Monkey Knife Fight a triple? Please say it no. is. No. Damn it.
1: Right? Uh, I was thinking Golden Monkey and where
2: we were. No, I mean, it was a higher ABV beer with lemongrass. I don't know. John, do you remember technically what the style was? No, but I just remember that they did an
0: unadorned Berliner Weiss back in the day that was like nectar of the gods good.
2: And then Did you could, use a you very could get the raspberry, you could get in? the
0: wood, Woodruff syrup like when you went down. But when Nottinghead announced that it was closing.
1: How long ago was that, John? Because I don't even maybe know Maybe 10 place. years ago. Okay.
0: Maybe 10 years ago? Yeah, about 10 years but ago. But it was one of those things like in the early days of social media and the word started to spread. And I literally got on a train that afternoon and came down to Philly just so I could drink at Nottinghead one more time. And I don't think I've ever done that for any brewery that I knew was closing in advance. Save for maybe Falling Rock, which is. I was going to say,
1: didn't you fly to Colorado because that was, the bar that, was, was going bar. Out of that was a bar. You were looking for cheap neons? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I bought some more of all bar towels <laughs> for fifty bucks uh, at 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 Falling Rock. But yeah, but but that brewery was so important in reviving what would later become the kettle sour tradition right. in the U.S. Like, and they were ahead of their time. Yeah,
2: Brandon Greenwood was yeah, the name. yeah, yeah. Brandon, I mean, as far as I know. I believe I'm correct. It was the first Berliner Vice made it in the states in probably 30 or 40 years. It, I don't even think it was a style made that much in, in Germany. At that
0: no, point. no, and we we had the Berliner revivalists on the show a couple years ago, and they will never come back to the U.S. because of Augie, um, which was well, fun. If, so, so if, if you, you don't really know how easy that, in, that is,
2: <laughs> so, so so the really fun event at not had yeah. Also involved the weed drift. Which was? The Weedrift was a special, uh, Dave Bueller used to call it the Green Dragon, a special (laughs) cannabis derivative in grain alcohol that you'd spike the the Berliner Weiss with, and you know, you're off to the races. Dave
0: Bueller into cannabis, huh? Weird. (laughs) who the fuck? Weird. Dave Buehler, co-founder of Elysian and owns a great pub in Seattle these days. He would come here for some... uh, Former Jersey
2: guy. Yeah, for Jersey. Uh, yeah. He would come here for actually Forever the, the East Coast America. version of the Green Dragon.
0: Uh, that's true. Um, but to Augie's point, though, I, Philly, for a long time, because of the German tradition, because I think Yingling has an outside presence here, but because you've also had great bars, breweries, and you've had a great consumer base that appreciates small batch beer, what is it like operating, one, a bar like Memphis Tap Room here in the city, but now also you know, two breweries and a tasting room? Um, the, the city is built for the businesses that you want to run.
2: Is, is that fair to say? Uh, to some extent. Uh, the Memphis Tap Room uh, we put to sleep actually uh, this February past. I know that, yeah. Um, it'll have a, a beautiful new life with, uh, as a place called Meeting House Beer okay. uh, with uh, Colin McFadden and uh, Keith sure so you know just sure. look, look out for that coming um, Philadelphia's always been open but that it could
0: th- that yeah. it could have existed for as long as it did oh
2: yeah 100% you know because people would come out and support beer in the city and they would support new um, I think the, the German part of it I would say uh, again going back to Tom Peters there's as much Belgian influence as Germanic um, but for us you know we had an old German brew house you know we had a guy that fell in love with you know, particularly German pilsners, and just has an amazing ability to, to research old German styles and bring them to life, and it's just, uh, we didn't, again, I'll say by accident, because we opened just like every other brewery, we're going to do a couple hazies, you know, we're going to do a Czech lager, we're going to do a German pilsner, we're going to do stupid kettle sour, you know, we're going to make like a dry Irish stout because we always wanted to drink that, and you know, yeah. we would kind of build from there. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question and I know I gotta get
1: to the glass but I'm gonna throw this out we'll start it then I'll do the glass talk but um so that's actually interesting to me again coming from a publican background and a very successful one I get that there would be a personality character type and again we should talk about what constitutes the partnership behind Human Robot because you're just one of three but you know what I mean like to me it always seems that if if you have a passion for running a bar it's a great way to make money and that running a brew pub even environment is is less so. Some of that might be skewed by Jersey, but having had a long history of successful service in Philly, what instincts pulled you towards opening a brewing version of that? Slash, as you ended up where, and I want to talk about, we were talking at the bar, but I want to talk about the progression from we're going to do a little bit of everything to actually we love these and people are buying them from us and this is what we're going to, we're going to, you are known at least to me as a lager brewing brewery with some other stuff as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, and we've certainly become known for that. But um, how much of that is the, the when you opened as a guy with a publican background, were you like, we have to have a little something from all these categories to be successful? And then you
2: found you could get away with this, or was this the lean? Well, I'll step back a little bit. Please. I, uh, I have the opposite read on it that you do. Okay. And, you know, what's happening in the beer bar world is a lot of our clientele have started to kind of go and be more focused on sitting in a brewery all afternoon drinking the beers in that brewery even if the beers are um, let's say subpar to what they're drinking you know internationally locally across 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 the city um so identifying that, you know, my one of my partners, Jake Atkinson, and I bought a building in Kensington, which we'll call, like, still in the zombie apocalypse. I mean, like, you know, you guys want, want to be entertained later, you know, we'll go yes. for a little ride. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll check that space out. Um, you know, because one of the, the financial data says in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, $200,000 to open another bar, two grand to open, to open a brewery. Really? Yes. Um so our thought was to do something You're just going yeah. to move I
1: mean, I would not be the 10th New Jersey brewer To move to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Because it's so much more friendly to us I don't know how you do what you do I literally just hate profit just <laughs> Can't stand it Want to so make sure no matter what a, happens so How do you so make so a small per- fortune in brewing? Start with, start with a big a large one, <laughs> one? Yeah. So,
2: so what a perfect segue yeah, right? you know, uh, if, I, if, I if I really hated profit I would stay stayed in the beer bar and restaurant uh, world It so, just so becomes so difficult thing. So, all right. I didn't
1: know that, and it makes it makes sense. and I hope better for you guys, but but still, I love. Oh, so all right. So I'm going to do the beer talk, and then let's come back to the change in hospitality version of that. Because what what I heard you say there that I kind of want to quantify is what do you find makes a successful room people come drink beers in as a brewery versus what made a successful bar serving beers. You know what I mean? And I just want to talk about this. Hospitality is something I'm super obsessed with because I feel like as we move out of the last 12 years, only and again, it's kind of the feeling I have when you and I are out in somebody else's bar, right? There's just certain people you enjoy being with and then you're never surprised you like their place. But I want where your head's at on the hospitality of, like, this room doesn't make sense to me unless I know you. And I'm like, of course Ken's going to throw a fucking proper tasting table in the middle of a fire... You know, fire burnt bagel situation and it'll be a fun little room to sit in. So let's get to that after what brings us together on Steal This Beer, John Hall. Yes. What, and what, we're actually what together. We're actually we looking at each other eye to eye. Weird. We're drinking beers somebody
2: else gave us. Do we, Ken, are these your beers? So... I'm remiss to say that I forgot to That's bring fine. beer. <laughs> You're in I, a good crowd. I sh- I'm at the right spot now, so I kind of showed up at the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Or okay. Yeah. That's my fault. No, um, no worries. I did pick two, though, from Justin's bag of, okay. bag of secrets. Justin knew enough to bring extra. Justin brought beers. All right, so... I want to get into this one. I want to get, but
1: first, let me, so what brings us together, so spirits a can of conversation of beer. What it is, not what we thought it was, what it's doing, not what we're told it would do, and how it tastes, not how hard it was to get. To facilitate that, John and I drink blind out of opaque black glasses. We are using our roadie plastic tumblers today. I like them. Um, I know you do. Um, they they work better. Than, like, I'm looking directly into this, and I have no, no read on the color yeah, of the beer. It's pretty great. Which is better than the, I think, I think the fine crystal. Reflects a little better. Comes my letter. What is? Why is he trying to J- kill us? Justin both? just keeps bringing us pints. Did it. you get us holler towel at least? Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. Um, sure. Oh, remind me to give my favorite tasting note of the Millennium. I'm good. Well, I'm, good. Yeah. I'm still drinking beer one. Okay. Yeah. Um, we just got. Sh- got you to may it. want to stick around because we're just talking about it, but you may yeah. want to do the reveal. Yeah, so when, you're ready for
2: the
1: when, we, when we talk about, all right. So let's just talk about the beer. My note was like, like toasted loaf wheat bread. Like, you um, know what one? you're talking about, like a bready yeah. malt bill? Like this one smelled like diner, like literally diner toast. Like I'll have whole wheat. You got anything beyond that? So There's a neat kind there of stewy is, German hops thing on it. There is
0: a noble hop thing that's coming off of this that makes me think Old World. Originally, I was like, wow, this is some sort of like cool German import but the hops are a little skunked, right? Slightly, but like green bottle. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow for that. But yeah, no, no, the, I'm but, not but it is it. something that was imported that managed to maintain its integrity up until the point that it was poured into our glass, so that we could experience it in a really great way. And then the more I kept drinking it and really enjoying it my mind suddenly started going to 500 milliliter bottles and then my mind went to something like an STS pills from Russian River in that there's a touch of, you know, like modern intuition while firmly loving the old world styles and the old world ways and there's something about this where I want to now drink this out of a 500 mill bottle, not black glasses, just knocking these back and I'm looking out whenever the store opens this is an outside which it does drink. quite often it does thank quite you, often <laughs> <laughs> hey, we just wave our arms not and it when opens you wanted to, not, when, not when you not want when we to not when you want to we needed to um, but this is a beer that I want to drink outside where I have a couple of beads of sweat on the forehead and a lot of beads of sweat on the bottle uh, I want to drink this ice cold but this is an old world German lager in my mind that has some modern so, sensibilities right, so, to it, but not overly
1: hops. Fair enough. Um, but the hops are very present in that... 100%. In that dad's becks kind of way. Um, Have you had this on the train? <laughs> no, we had Ego on the train. Uh, but anyway, back. so so I guess what I'm saying is... Um, oh, is that a hint? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, It so, is a hint. Okay. <laughs> so if I was going to... If I was going... So here's the thing. When I dissect these things, Uh I'm always trying to do the malt bill. I'm always trying to find the thing I don't know. And this malt bill is so kind of wonderfully, consistently what I'm getting, yet I'm not sure I could write for it. You know what I mean? These days, when I'm planning a malt bill, I'm planning it in kind of the broader strokes and not the subtleties. And if you were like, Augie, go make this beer, I'd have a real hard time thinking what it would take to make this bill. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm not knocking it. I, th- I think that this is a skill set that exists by a handful of brewers that have larger equipment and technical prowess to do it. And I'm not saying that it's you not don't, that. but, I'm like, f- but it I it
1: is. I, but I can write for anybody's system. What I'm saying is, in my mind, I. so you start any malt recipe with five poles, right? Your base malt, then the things you're going to put in, right? We were talking about one of mine on the uh-huh. way down where it was Golden Naked, Golden Promise, uh, a little Cara, a little Vienna, and then just, you know, floor malt, to Pilsner is the base. That was the last time I went that far, right? Yeah. Ever since then, it's like, ah, eh, throw, you know. of this and then two bags of this a bag of that a bag of that it's I miss this part of recipe writing okay right because it's it changes every time right
0: I want to ask Ken though so you know what this is I believe so have you had this before I have so what is this doing for you right now without revealing what the beer is
2: it has me reminiscing driving driving on a train (laughs) okay on yeah. Uh, <laughs> it may or may not have been one of those Tom Peters trips. You know, throw another hint at you. <laughs> oh, oh man! All
1: right, Kennedy. Okay. What is
0: I think it? I know what this is now. Hey, Justin, what are we drinking?
1: Yaver, haver, fucking yeah. perfect. Well, then we settled the right, All right words. I, I don't disagree with that. But it's probably just Pillsbury. Right? I don't think Yaver would have a malt bill out,
2: and it is 500 mil by the way. That's that's what I was laughing about, and it's green on the outside. The yeah.
0: No, I, it, there 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 is very something about having it having consumed this and now and having STS in my mind and knowing the Belgian influence. Now you know that
1: Vinny was just copying you. Well, no, but that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> knowing
0: knowing the Belgian influence over Russian River, I would really love to taste STS and this side but by side Yever's to not see.
2: No, it, it's German, but it's yeah. often available in, in Germany. Like, it's in, in train stations, yeah. in, in Cologne on the train. I, f- there, I, f- I feel in like Belgium. I, I want So,
1: what I want to know, and I'm sure we could figure yeah. this out. But is I've been to Belgium more
0: times than I've been to Germany. So, okay. and I drink well, this when you I'm invited,
1: and in one, and not the other. I am. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, that's, how you, a, get, that's a, how you get them Hall Taurus dollars. The, 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 <laughs> the,
0: the Belgian fork. All right. A knight. Of All, the right, so All right. So let's get back to it.
1: And now let's get into human robots. So when, when we're on our way down here, friend of the show, Jason Garris, hears that we're uh, coming here at Texas, was there on Saturday, drank the New Zealand Pilsner Get it. So I walk in and say, hey, Ken, can I have one of your New Zealand Pilsners? And Ken says, who are you? Ken says, fucking Augie. <laughs> Stop asking for free beer. <laughs> anyway, come on, come on I don't
0: know think, you better. I think, I think we threw our credit card down. I hope we threw our credit card down.
2: Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy did, did I, we first, throw our credit card down? First of all, we're not even open yet. So, oh. Second of all, <laughs> they don't want me in the POS systems. So we're just lo- drinking for free. By the way, Rock I on, love baby. that you're not even open yet, but half of Philly's
0: beer scene is already sitting in the bar cool, right? for the future We, we did assemble a, a, yeah. an assassin's row
1: of, of yeah, tough. I mean, uh, all right, tough but Hugh and Roman, I keep in Anyway, I know, and it's cute. It's cute. I gave you a double IP on the way here, which is on me. Um, all right, so the first note I got, and it was fun because I did. I wasn't intending to get deep into John's Catholic heritage, but when we talked about cracker, I was like, this small pill reminds me of the communion host cracker of crackeriness, which I was like, oh, you got to talk about that on the show, so here yeah. I am. But let's talk about decoction brewing. I mean, your list on this wall is one, two, three, four... Four proper lager pilsners, two IPAs, and what's a splash you can yeah, tell. Us splash what that... is a stupid kettle salad.
2: Got it. All right. <laughs> is, that, is that your best seller? No thanks. Uh in this in this place? Yeah. Often yes. Yeah. That's <laughs>
0: And I love when the brewer is like trying to just quickly gloss over it and just be like, "Oh, it's our so," but like it's the one that's paying your rent, so own it. Well, well, like well, I'm, I'm happy space. for. It. I'm gonna drink one before I leave. It's if, if blood
1: orange raspberry and lemons. I'm
0: gonna drink three before I leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. With that combination, that is. That's your thing. That's if, where I eat. Anyway, but let's get
2: back to the hospitality. I was to say, we're on Fifth Street, though. Loggers rule of the day. So is that, right? you know, so is that a community yeah. variation? Like is that Philly microclimate? I, I think it is. I also think you've alluded to this. We've become known as a lager brewery. So people are showing up from out of town, they're coming to drink yeah. lager. You know, well, this is people are wandering in off the street, you know, they come to literally to kind of overlook the, the Schuylkill and you know, have whatever appeals to their personal taste.
1: Right, right. So yeah, this is so when I come to Philly it's for my kids rowing and I'm on the Schuylkill and then I'm out. But if I was in town for some other event, I think I'd just be drinking differently if that, makes, if that seems valid. I'm surprised that
0: you don't know a guy who will now come here, get fills for you, and bring it down to you at the river.
1: So here's the thing. So rowing as a sport is like a tailgating sport, you know what I mean? Because you're there for 10 hours, and each kid races for six minutes with four-hour gaps. So the couple times I brought beer to those things, the my kid's school's dad's tent got famously in trouble at multiple ones of them because <laughs> Why do classic I believe carton move. Yeah, hundred no, percent. Like, there's. No. I was famously asked to stop procuring beers wherever we go. But I swear, to I you, every time we would go anywhere, I'd be like, I know a brewer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's in Boston or here or you know what I mean? I'd be like, I know a brewer right there. I know a brewer right there. I've got a you drone being, on the way You now. being
0: told no, though, is one of my favorite things to watch happen. But I guess when the kids are involved, you'll actually listen, which is nice. Well, I'll
1: burn the fucking place down. My kid's are not going back to that school next year. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to let Papa drink. <laughs> no, it's not going to let Papa get people drunk. All right, so so, so let's talk about the hospitality changes, though, because I'm super interested in, you know, 25-year bar is a thing so there must have been adaptations along the way to keep people happy but when you when you reinvent yourself or yourselves or your team as human robot what was it a cutting down of focus was it a growing of focus like what's the difference between a other people's beer
2: bars and a my beer bar i think each one of our spaces is a little bit different you know fifth street certainly has a different feel and a different audience then Jenkintown, which is a family town, yeah. which has a different audience than here, you know, in and around Rittenhouse Square by the Fittler Club. You know, so our job is really to come in and kind of take it. And we've three times now come into a space that somebody else has fitted out and just slipped in, took it over. So and, did and this part own. of this room exist when you came in? It all existed. That's awesome. We got the, We got the email to open this place about 60 days ago. And you were just they, jumped As right an on. offer So I must know. have seen you Right then right Because you had
1: just Gone into this deal We were talking about The Schuylkill Yes Right on. That's I mean I, So I love the, you know, so, so at
2: night It's just you
1: guys then, Right
2: Yes That's awesome. uh, we're, we're working on Partnership you know yeah. We're working on They had a previous Set of partnership With a in here Before that Didn't work as well For them as they Expected it to But um, so they're, they're kind of licking their wounds a little bit, trying to figure out the right mix.
0: When you come into a place that had been previously occupied by another brewery, though, you're going to have to do your own thing, but also try to figure out what they were doing so that it's going to work better for you kind of thing. What were those meetings like? Like, how did, like when you're coming into a place, because like Philly, I feel is,
2: I forget who's a nodding head right now, but... Or it's, uh, Just the Oyster House kind of took it okay. over, and then they leased it to, I think, like a Mexican spot.
0: Okay, but there was a brewery in there, like immediately. Sam Adams was there before that. that that's what and I was then, thinking. And then of.
1: they invented the lucre tax.
0: <laughs> but there are, I feel like when breweries have made a go of it in Philly, oftentimes the space becomes a turnkey. Um or at least from my outside perspective.
2: So, so Street was St. Benjamin's Brewery. Right. Uh, yes. Belgian Brewery. You know, yes. We went in, you know, we had a little help design consultation. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, who's our brewer, had worked there previously. So, so some of it was removing some things to reveal the beauty that was already there. Okay. And, and that's quite honestly we did. We came in this place. We put up the world's biggest milk tube. Right. We right? did a few mm-hmm. other things, you know, like the space is our own. Yeah. <laughs> and, we're, and we're growing into this one.
0: And that's, Yeah. Milk tubes have become your, like your your thing, right? I like is <laughs> gotta love a milk tube. <laughs> all right, for those who are un, unaware,
2: uh, uninitiated, so a milk tube is uh, generally for us. It's our polo tamave, our semi-dark Czech lager, um, poured on a luke or faucet. You crack it a little bit, you get the wet foam. The Malico would be built on in the Czech Republic. We put them in Stein's glasses and chug them like idiots. But, you know, I think, hey, all in good fun.
0: Okay. As soon as this ends, we're going to do well, one. Well, you know.
2: in, uh, in Nashville, when we were together, yeah. I met John from Lucre. Right. And we were talking. About, we always thought, because sometimes we put something on Instagram. You know, they would kind of give, like, some, like, little snide remark. We're like, oh, they don't like us. Well, it turns out they actually love us. And, you know, he's banged He's banged up half the time he reads our Instagram because, you know, he's six hours ahead. He's like, yeah, sometimes, you know, I don't really respond well. Um but they think it's a lot of fun, and it's it's kind of a lost thing in the Czech Republic. So he, he's happy to see it thriving here. Yeah. And it really is,
1: like, it's such a fun service, no matter what you do with it. But the- who,
0: Who's buying it the most? Like who, who, like, who comes in looking for it? Almost
2: everybody. Okay. You know, sometimes we're promoting That's that. Heartling. Like, you come in, people haven't been there before. Like, you know, earlier today, maybe I should have greeted you all. We greeted you with the... Uh, with the New Zealand Pills because you popped no that. But well, you no complaints. you also have a healthy
1: fear of t- any time I see Underberg and you in the same fucking room. So I literally jumped back from the bar when I saw the Underbergs up there. I was like, ah, not uh, yet. Underberg forever. That's right. That was, I feel like Nashville
0: this year for the Craft Brewers Conference, everywhere I went, the Underberg guys were there just he forcing does, little bottles like down the, your throat. Eric, Eric was, from Underberg yeah. actually
2: lives in Nashville, so, it, so that's why he was here. everywhere. Oh. And it was,
0: but, but
1: he'd also been in Georgia, was. He was he Georgia at, with us. He was in Georgia with us. Yeah, but I, so he's another part of that tribe that, that I just associate with you. Gad. Like there, there was you know, there's that group of people, all of whom are are uniquely, I don't know, just I don't know, just, we're just I, 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 we're just I say chill. Just a bunch of idiots slinging lager sling yeah. on the road, you know, but it's it's like. It's Anyway, it's, it's drinking lager, talking bullshit. Can we but, talk about beer, too? Okay, so I'm going to be a little mean to Justin's process here. So we're in a very clean ferment bar drinking kind of beautifully clean fermented lagers, and we had the Yever to start with. And so something so based on its, its ale yeast character... Although I imagine I love it, and I think it's pretty, and it's doing the right thing, is so screamingly phenolic compared to the other three well, beers. we're drinking. Well, you know,
2: you you double IPA, John, in a way. So this yeah. is my like little swing back at you. Nice,
1: nice. <laughs> but yikes! So it's pretty. It's rich. Yeah. It's kind of. It's pretty rich. Lovely scarlet, if you will, on the malt characteristic, but it's so being driven by some clove and banana of a. Warm Belgian ferment that that I can't like. I just keep getting back, right? I'm I'm sure I like it. Sure, you know what I mean. But but I just switched from See, in
2: Belgium. I usually avoid it, but you know. Like, but but Ken have, again, so, I have but, insider insider right. baseball. But home. I
1: went from your I went from your New Zealand pills to your Hollertow pills, both of which are as clean, crispy, and perfect as possible. So to have something that is so you know you can't say dirty because I don't mean it's in any way funky or wrong, but it's so like. Oh my god, this thing was over sixty eight. Yeah, it was over sixty eight to seventy for all of its fermentation time.
2: You know what I mean? It was a palate polluting volume.
1: I would be surprised if whoever made this even let the thing know there was coolant in the (laughs) brewer.
0: Um I like the banana clove note um, and I and I get that off of that before the power of suggestion took over
1: that's not the power of suggestion that's the knowledge of yeast I kept getting I kept getting,
0: <laughs> I kept getting uh, like grape lollipop really? like there's like a grape jolly rancher candy thing that's coming off of this um, which is like in the that banana realm when okay. you're talking about like you know like fun artificial finale kind of thing. Uh, but there is there's a, a, a very pronounced fruitiness to this that after the Haver, after yeah. uh, all of the beers that we've been drinking, this is a complete right turn That's into, into like a brick wall. And this and, is our fault, right? We yeah. know
1: better than to go into somebody's brewery, start drinking their beers, and start the first of four episodes in a row. And we're clearly... Clearly, already down that path, but I, I think I like it. Right? There's little tiny no, bit li- of gingerbread like in there. Very, very There's very a little much. tiny bit of gingerbread in there. Like sure. the fermentation is definitely pretty and tight. Yeah. But it is literally like drinking white and drinking black. Yeah. But with like five white and one black, it's like oh, it's so black. <laughs> All right,
0: Ken. Do you know what this is? I do. All right, what is it doing for you?
2: Give me a little boost up in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was trying not to get chewed up. Good night, First of all, you knew when you were John. seeing
1: me. <laughs> there was a point. So our tray was delayed an hour and a half, and John said, we could, maybe should have driven. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm driving back from a day at Ken's no. Brewery. It's just not going to happen. I was like, if we go in my car, we're getting a hotel.
2: <laughs> anyway, go on. Or DUI. Or DUI. <laughs> no. No
0: no we're hotel first yeah always hotel first always a hotel first I knew you were joking (laughs) joking. (laughs) Kennedy (laughs) Kennedy Um, and his fucking
1: millennial (laughs) chops was like maybe we'll just Uber both ways
2: so So, so so there goes all of our Patreon thanks Patreons yeah (laughs) Um, my daughter worked in Belgium for a little while I got to spend some time there Uh, we should talk about that I would generally avoid this beer while I'm there Um, but I do on occasion see it on a menu and just kind of drink one in drink one up uh there is this weird, uh, in Asheville, North Carolina, they have a weird beer bar that they own. I don't know if they actually own it or not. You know, giving you guys a little bit what, of a hint. The <laughs> whale? No. Reveal it. What is it? What is,
1: what's the beer? We can talk about it. We're uh, done.
2: Yeah. Got the pink oh, elephant at you, baby. Off. <laughs> fuck oh, off. So what's weird about oh, this no. is last oh, time. Oh, no, 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 Last time no, no, this no, exact
1: can no. showed up on the show. Did you bring this, Kennedy? Yeah, kick him You're right the in the worst. dick, hall. Literally, r- literally <laughs> not no, the, the other Justin. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Literally, literally delirium tremens literally just hit the punching.
0: table. We are drinking delirium tremens well, what's for funny, is anybody. Last time
1: we tasted this beer, and this is this is the context we of what you're drinking. We almost got divorced. <laughs> yes. Not from each other. No, not our, from each our other. Our bond like, grew stronger. Yeah. But each one of us is down a wife after that is, episode.
2: Is that an episode I can dial back to listen oh, to? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Todd At DiMatteo is the guest. Okay. Uh, Todd oh. <laughs> Todd
1: shows up. Anyway, but so, so, but last time we drank this beer, so that's what I'm talking about—the context of what's next to it. Yeah, last Bad time on this, man, I Justin got, Kennedy. I got, I got the Belgian candy sugar, right? Last time we tasted this, it was only spinning off, you know, clear triple, clear triple Belgian sugar to me, and this time it was all about the fermentation, and I think it's because you know Pilsner first or whatever first, but yeah, that's a... It's a magic beer that I need to be afraid of, Kennedy. You you could have saved us from this.
2: You could have said, "Yeah, I understand. I, pick, I understand." But you, I, you know what's happening. You could
1: have put Ken last when you knew this was coming. Right? Oh, dude,
2: I just randomly picked a couple. I was. Getting We've been the- watching
0: a lot of Moana uh, at our house recently, and uh, do, do you, uh, you see the rock in that elephant? My, well, no. So my daughter wow, really that's likes it. Boost. <laughs> but at some point, Moana pulls out the heart of Tafiti. And Maui, the demigod, goes, get that away from me. That is a homing beacon of death. <laughs> and I just saw this Delirium shaman's can and had Produced that line. Produced from,
1: by the way, for those of you at home, Justin is rocking the perfect millennial Brooklyn sweatshirt where it's a Rivendell, Rivendell bicycle works with with literally no vowels. and uh, And he just pulled it out of the pouch pocket of his his hoodie in classic Justino fashion. All, All right. right. So moving on from Delirium Tremens. Fuck so, off, Kennedy. Kennedy dumped this. Dump so, this before I get rid of it. So you're doing... No, you're doing. I want to talk about... So we just yeah. touched on on your daughter. That's and what it's I worth, was going to bring up. Okay, yeah. okay. So you go your way because you'll have a better formed question than me. But it's worth mentioning that... That it took your daughter me, is an accomplished brewer. But it took me years of knowing you, or months of knowing you, before you told me that. When you told John, he had no idea. John knows everything I don't know, so I
0: love that you but guys. But I know your daughter having. But I love that her, you guys keep that separate past, as a. That. Well, that,
1: that's fun. But um, I love that you guys are like, let her do her thing, I do my thing, and then it just so becomes known, right? Because oh, oh, early I'd on, be on my partners are
2: like, I don't understand why Rachel's not here, and my answer was always. I'm not telling a 25-year-old woman what to do with her life. Right. You know, exactly. She's, right. She's which is what I think road. I love she most about, about you and all anything. your business. You know, oh, she was in California working two jobs, paying okay. her own bills. Yeah. But she went to Chico, which is fucking Davis. amazing. Davis. Davis. Yeah. Davis sorry.
1: Davis. So, come on.
2: Yeah, so, East. She went
1: to Davis. Well, he's not bringing us a, Okay. I thought he was bringing us another beer. I was like, we're not going to live through this.
2: Anyway, so she went to Davis. Talk about what else she's done and where she's well, at now. Because well, she's a fucking so, so well-known brewer. So she was uh, undergrad. She went to Middlebury. Um, okay. So she was a chem major. So she's super bright. Wasn't allowed to drink into Memphis because it was against the law. Sure. Again, you know, everything goes back to Tom Peters, I guess. On one, I would take a yearly trip to Belgium with Tom. And, you know, Rachel went on one of those trips with us and it changed her life. Really? You know, she was in the uh, Trefontaine the basement. Armand poured her first lambic. You know, there's, you know, half a dozen people there. And you, you know. call me lucky. Yeah, she's, she's had a charm look. In a different way. Um, she That's came back amazing. from that trip, decided she wanted to be a brewer, uh, worked at Free Will and Percasey that summer, mm-hmm. uh, drove an hour and a half each way to work, you wow. know, 9 or 10 hours, 30 amazing. days. Um, God, I miss being got in, young. Got into UC Davis, but was number 70. And I think there were like 35 people a year at that point. And uh, had an opportunity to go to KU Leuven. It was like, cool, you know, why don't you do that? Go to Belgium. Went there, went to KU Leuven for malting fermentation. Lived on the farm at Haftendormal. Uh, you know, they're making amazing, amazing beer, too. A lot a lot of folks don't know about them. You should definitely check them out if you see a bottle. Um, spent a little time at Canton while she was there. <laughs> Got the letter from Davis that said, hey, we're changing the format. We're going to take 50 people. You're in. Mm-hmm. And happened to be Charlie Bamforth's last yeah. last class there. That's important. Um, yeah. Yeah, amazingly important. Pope of Foam. Um, what did you say?
0: He's the Pope of Foam. Okay. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. You said Pope of Foam. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Pope of Foam.
2: Okay. Anyway, go on. And, uh, you know, then after that, stayed out there. You know, worked for the Rare Barrel. Uh, ended up being their head blender. And during COVID, got tired of being in California. Came back in oh, 21. That's called that stamp. Yeah. And, but I- and started working at Burial. That's,
1: and we all love burial. Everybody knows that. But that's, I mean, right? Like, But that, I, I, I admire that
0: you each are on your own path in this and that I, I have seen parents say, well, just come back into the fold kind of thing. And maybe, I mean, I, I don't know what will happen down the line, but like right now, this is somebody living their own life and discovering, discovering their own life. And I think that there are a lot of brewery owners that I've seen and met that have like five and six, seven-year-olds. And they're like, well, this is gonna be theirs one day. And it's like, well, maybe give them a chance to sort of figure out if this is what they want to do well, uh, before parent, you're manifesting kind of, their destiny. But as a yeah. parent,
1: and this is kind of the entire approach I, I think I like most about our shared time, but it's like, you do that because you're nervous your kid can't do it alone, right? If you're sure your kid's gonna be great, then you let them go do it, right? It's not like let me make sure you're okay. Go do your shit and be granted it, and that's what she's up to, right? I just I love that part of the story. I, I'm, I'm I just love that part of the story that 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 we were right outside Asheville when we met, and you didn't mention that she was over there just making all the all the best beers Asheville has to offer. I love that. I think it's great. Anyway, I, and I'm one in life that I've made
2: every mistake. <laughs> You know, and and hopefully, you know, I'm 59, I've learned the from them. Yeah. I'm doing okay. I got kicked out of college on, like, stupid stuff, you yeah, know. talking to the uh, guy. <laughs> and, and, But frankly speaking, I think, you know, sometimes you need to make mistakes in life to learn, and you also have to make decisions on your own, yep. you know. And it makes you, have you no one else to blame.
1: And sooner or later, when you need her to come run shit, she'll know what she's doing. She yeah. won't have learned all if your she mistakes.
2: No, she will no She won't. She,
1: at some point, she, you're going to need to. I can she's see it. Estrel's
2: a little nicer than her. She spent a couple months between jobs at the Robot. Uh, Dylan, who's one of our yeah. brewers now, was in training at that point, uh, helped us do a shipping program. But her analyzation was, hey, things are going really well here. Yeah, you know, there's nothing I can lend to it. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I got to tell you, drinking your beers, and this is where we need to tie it up because we're out of time. Sorry, I'm already leaning away from Mike. But um, drinking your fucking beers, dude, like I said, I met you under the right circumstances, introduced by some of the few people I trust in Jersey Brewing. But very happy to have the company in time. And kind of, do you remember our glee coming out of Georgia for this world of these 25 people we'd been exposed sure to do. who were just making the way, making beers we love? Sure do. And you were, you were I guess, I'm not going to give away too much, but Ken and I are closer in age than most of the people in this story since sure. they're all in their 30s. But it was just great to have somebody else there to just, bounce my take off of, and, and get it back from you that yeah this is this is a fine part of the carve out of what's going on and this is the progression and it's cool it's cool that you can be in this town doing this shit like i said 80 percent of your list right now is decent well executed decoction pills right and that's what philly should be and it was trying not to be for a long time we're, I think that's
0: we're all going to get the splash though before the end of the day. Um,
1: well, I'm, do, I'm doing the, I'm doing the milk too. <laughs> of course, we're doing the milk. too. You're doing the milk too. Uh, just next
0: splash. Um, everybody should be coming to Philly. Everybody that's uh, not true. for everybody. for a beer <laughs> no, vacation. Give them in fucking Jersey to yeah, people, right. you know. No, 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 <laughs> to, no. Come to Philly for a beer vacation, and there are three human robot locations that you can hit and you should go to all
2: of them
1: and wait till you hear um, the rest of today's episode we literally uh, have a drunk gaggle of oh, Philly goodness. brewers just um, getting primed up over there on, on their own oh on, on Decker's over there dude it's getting deeper every time yeah. the door opens then, um, then it's getting deeper
0: hey listen uh, anybody who wants to help us keep doing shows like this it's patreon.com slash steal uh, we don't have a letter because he just left us uh, I think to go find He's you batteries. For batteries. He's looking for batteries <laughs> for your headphones. So Kennedy so left we'll us. So we don't, a, on uh, Thursday. we don't have. We don't have. He's on his train back home. They only have batteries in Brooklyn I'll, I'll see you guys you scared on. him away after the delay Aaron, 100% oh, you no. scared him away after <laughs> no 100% the fuck um, I'm, I'm glad that he but just it's this beer podcast at gmail.com and we're on all the social medias and, and uh, human robot yeah, can no. be
1: found in all the socials as human robot
2: human robot beer human, human robot beer. beer check it out y'all.
1: I, then, I honestly think if, you, if you're somebody who likes this show I think you're somebody who likes to sit down and fucking drink beer and I feel like this is one of the places you want to be doing it, which I think is the moral of the I'd whole story, right?
2: Yeah. Come to Philly, crush lagers, down milk tubes, yeah. as you do. Okay. Maybe nibble a little chocolate on the side. One, Ooh. thanks for
1: hosting us. Two, thanks for having us here. Three, thanks for doing what you're doing, dude. I, it's, this, is, this is my next 10 years in brewing, and it's going to be making sure the Pilsner game stays tight, and then... Fuck it with everything else <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's right <laughs> Pilsner's tight Fuck it all That's right
1: Alright doll Get at us Cool